0: For tomorrow.
1: Was there anything like take you off guard? Like, man, that's I didn't know we were having lobster today. No, it was
0: always the same thing. Are that, you
1: envious of the new thing they got to eat what? At the, on campus where the players eat now?
0: Which apparently it's like a five star restaurant. I'm sure it's probably a lot nicer. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome, kids. Yeah. We helped you, but no, I'm kidding. We had decent food. We had decent food uh, at, at like cafeteria and stuff. But, oh,
1: but best road meal.
0: Uh, it was it was the same. Everything the was same. steak, chicken. No, the worst was we went to Mississippi State and we stayed in like. Where we stay? Like Columbia, Mississippi or something. And uh I don't even know I don't think they'd ever served a meal before at this hotel. Y'all were the guinea pigs? I think we were the guinea pigs. Alright,
1: so so post game, you know, you guys are supposed to be healthy. Yeah,
0: no. What what is what was the was it canes? Same it was either like canes or Popeye's chicken strips or uh sandwich from nukes or you yeah, know, just whatever you and can. On grab road, and get on same the plane. Thing, same on the Well uh, they give you uh, at home, they would give you per diem, so no. Well, I guess you get per diem e- either way. Uh, at home, no meal. But really, yeah, so no post the game no they wouldn't meal. have one. They might now, you. but not when we were there. Okay. Um, on the road, it was always whatever was probably easier to order.
1: 200 of. I was fascinated when I was at Tech that the basketball team would like walk away when the game was over. They they all be walking like individual like two large Papa Johns pieces. <laughs> I wish no.
0: We, of course, when in football you got so many more people too. Yeah, and then when you get on the plane, they usually have like snacks and stuff. Do You
1: get again again. This is this might not interest anybody else, but to me, like, did you get to your ch- show? Did you get to choose, or was it like, hey, this is their food; you better eat it for like pregame stuff? No, postgame. Like, hey. You're either having Popeyes or nothing, or yeah. you like, hey, I want this. No, it's can, like I have here, a three, can I have this, a three-piece spicy? No, or no, take this like, box. Or, that's it. Yeah. Is, is BC in there? BC, are you with us yet? Right here with you. Ben, ben Carlisle, Will, legendary Louisiana up, Tech man? baseball. Player. Yeah, I'm a legend. Yeah. I tell host, you. Host <laughs> of the Edge uh, on on the sports company, of course, not that's, on the day that you're not, on. Yeah. So, the, so we oh, kind of have a, an Edge team up here. Uh, what was the what was the uh, post game meal for Tech baseball?
2: Yeah, that didn't happen too often. Uh, Maybe the local, uh, the closest fast food restaurant would be a a better way to put it.
0: Yeah, well, it it would be the same for us on a home game. You know, if they're uh, if they're taking you away, then I guess technically they're responsible for you or whatever. So they can't just play for five hours and let you go. Ben,
1: did you remember you remember
0: Gerard Henderson?
1: Oh yeah, I remember when Tech was playing at Mississippi State. Nick White and myself and a bunch of friends went to Starkville to watch the game. It was a nightmare. But we went to, the, we went to the, we got hassled by old ladies in Starkville. It was crazy. Fifth um, Cowbells. They beat us, but like taking a good team too, and they got drummed by forty. Um, but Gerard Henderson had, we saw him in the in the uh, in the lobby of the hotel like three hours before tip, and he ate like a ten piece chicken nugget, a large fry. <laughs> <laughs> a frosty and like a triple cheeseburger,
0: basketball
3: and he puked did.
1: it up everywhere. Basketball pregame. Player? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: That's,
0: I was going to say he was probably fine because basketball like, players are I'm the I'm pretty kids sure like, that's probably not the best thing to eat pregame. Carb load, man, I guess. But basketball players you would figure are more like uh, them. They're like so skinny, they can probably eat whatever they There's really got to be a limit, though, to, to go play a high level
1: athletic event. Yeah. And eating like triple cheeseburgers. I mean,
0: there's definitely a relationship between diet and performance.
1: Well, all right. What about what about pregame, man? Any As,
0: decent?
2: You know, really your own choice. There wasn't much oh. to it. I, I remember coming into the locker room for home games and it was like, dude, how are you eating that? You know, you got some players on the team that they're gonna get their grilled chicken sub yep. from Subway. And then you got others, it's like Popeyes, KFC. hmm uh, th- there wasn't too you? much structure to it. I-, I didn't really eat much before games, to be honest with uh, you. True professional. Boring. Where
1: else are you going to get this kind of conversation pre-game and post-game <laughs> meals? Yeah.
0: Baseball, baseball players are probably a little bit more superstitious with the meals. Oh, they too, are, I'll no imagine. doubt. Yeah, no doubt about, about everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Football guys are like, whatever, give me some carbs. I don't care. All right, what
1: you got on uh, Bleed Tech Blue tonight?
0: Yeah, think? obviously,
2: ULM Louisiana Tech has been canceled. We're going to discuss that a little bit. Eric Conkle, Dunkin' Dogs head
1: coach, will join us at 6.15. Can you ask him about pregame meals? Yeah, if you want okay, me thanks. to. I will.
2: Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, Lane Burroughs will join us at seven. Uh, Diamond Dogs, you know, released a tremendous schedule, getting ready to wrap up their fall schedule as well. So uh, big show planned for tonight.
1: All right, BC, i about to hand it off to you. Will, knock it out of the park, Thanks brother. for having Brent me, Brett said a great show today. Brett, thank you. And everybody else who enjoyed what we did for two, three hours today. For Will Blackwell. Bama
0: Jim. Sorry. Yeah, Bama Jim. Of course.
1: B- B- big Bama Jim. Uh, for Ken Carter, for John Tabor, Sean Fox, we'll see you tomorrow for another edition of The Company.
4: This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3.
5: It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by... O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Oh yeah, it's BC,
2: it's Beck Haines, it's John Taylor, Lead Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 99.3 FM, appreciate you joining us again. I guess the big news is Louisiana Tech did not play Rice last week. Louisiana Tech will not play ULM this week. Beck Haynes, what in the flying
6: heck are we going to talk about tonight? Whether or not Tech will ever play another football game again, Ben. Mail it in. Mail it in. It's over. I'm I'm a little surprised, Ben. There was a a big resurgence of
7: the Corona. Hold on. So you're saying we call them bi-week Tech?
6: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Bye week Tech. I mean, if if I'm out, if I am out showing up tech during radio season, we got a problem. Yeah, but at
1: least you're out there dropping big boy. Put on your a wall hanger. Yeah,
6: that's right. Hey, I'm at least doing something productive. Took out a loan to get that big boy on his wall. No, I did not. Oh, no, sorry about it. He is actually not shoulder mounted. He's already skull mounted in my office. Well, that's good here. Yeah. I actually saw a picture oh, of it. I sent you a whole picture. A beauty. Put it on Instagram. Oh, I don't even have the gram, Ben. I don't have the gram. I've matured. I uh. I've moved on from the ground, but I understand you're still pretty active out there. Yeah. Posting uh, a bunch of front door pictures. Yeah, without a doubt. Hey,
2: if you need your football fix tonight, how about some action? Buffalo at Bowling Green. A little 32-degree weather in Bowling Green. A little CBS Sports Network. How about it? Flip on the two. We got the playoff top 25 preview show on. College football's rolling along. I know we got bi-week tech, but.
6: Hey, if if twenty if twenty twenty will do anything, I know Sean and the boys are real high on the Hoosiers right now. Yeah, they're gonna get It'll to be beat make you four times. It'll make you a fan of any team, anywhere. It's almost like if there's a team playing You're
2: happy. I'm happy. Yeah, there ain't no doubt about it. And you know, back, you you, you go back to the Rice game and I, I think the big thing to me and you know,
6: I don't know. I, big thing to me is Rice don't want none.
2: No, Rice doesn't. And they've only played two games this week, this year, and you know there, there's been a lot of discussion. You know what it takes to get into the conference championship, this and that and the other. But the big thing is, and from a student athlete perspective, I really hate it for the kids. You know, your second straight week you're canceled on a Thursday. It has to be a big letdown. You know, you're getting prepped for the game. You're jacked up. You're running some routes, catching some punts, kicking some field goals, baby Barnes. Then you don't get an opportunity to put on that
6: red and blue. I just feel like it has to be a massive I mean, a lot of these guys, I mean, we know this. They live and breathe this, and this is what they look forward to, obviously. And then, Ben, let's just be real. Not that we're hearing anything, but, I mean, what is going to happen the rest of the season? Oh, yeah. I think that's a good question. Because even if it's not on Tech side, you know, the last game of the season scheduled to play at FIU. What if they come down with a bunch of crony? You know, I just it got to feel like it's slipping through your fingers a little bit. It's
2: getting, it's getting a little concerning. We got guys
6: saying they're going to the NFL, middle yeah. of the season. Yeah, Donovan
2: Campbell enters the NFL draft. Of course, the graduate transfer from LSU. Um, I, I'm not necessarily going to get into the the hoopla surrounding do you think he'll be drafted or do you think he won't be drafted. I think Donovan Campbell made a, a huge team move. You know, prior to the season, Willie Allen opts out. Campbell makes the move to left tackle. So he's been playing out of position uh, for a good bit throughout this season. And I, I think the big thing for me, and you talk about, you know, this isn't only Donovan Campbell, but I think the big thing is I think kids, in a way, if you have an opportunity and we've talked a lot about seniors getting the opportunity to come back in 2021, you know, this is a little bit of a free year, but I think some kids are kind of like, you know what, forget it. And and you hate to see them have that mindset, but like at the same time, it's like, it's a little bit understandable with the way the season has gone. It's just been so many peaks and so many valleys. And I'm sure from a mental standpoint, it's very, it's been
6: very tough to overcome. Right. I agree. And I, the other thing about this is you got guys there we know this Ben you got agents in your ear and telling you if you if you want a chance of getting drafted, you need to do this, you need to do that, save yourself you know you're not getting any more film you're not even playing uh ben i can't I can't imagine just the the different type of feel that this year has for these guys i mean just from the fact of I may play this week, I may not from my game being played, I may play this week, I may not from corona if I've been exposed to people. And then on top of that, you got just the uncertainties of, you got freshmen playing every week. I mean, this is insane. No, I agree. And I think that, you know, th- like you said, there's just so
2: many different elements to it. And like to, and like you said, like you don't know if another team's going to come down with COVID. And so, you know, you go to, and I would say for the most part, I, I'm sure that, you know, every team goes to these different measures to kind of protect their players from testing positive for this virus. And then you get to, you know, you'd either do test positive or you don't, which is kind of beside my point here. But, you know, you, you take, I guess I would say, all these extra precautions, and then you could still got, get the opportunity to not play. And so it's kind of, like I said, just a huge letdown. and You don't really know how to feel. And you look at this week, I mean, Tech was expecting to play ULM. It's a matchup the Bulldogs and the Warhawks haven't met in 20 years. We know the quote-unquote rivalry that surrounds it. The two fan bases kind of get jacked up, and before the fan bases are even able to get into it with one another on social media, that game is postponed on Monday. Tech's been looking for uh, another game to plan for this week. I don't think that's going to happen as well. It's just it's just such a... I don't know the way to describe it. It's just so difficult to deal with the ups and downs of it if you're a student athlete. Like, Like, how do you show up for a practice on a Tuesday afternoon and say I'm completely dialed in knowing that there's probably a fifty fifty
6: proposition that
2: you're even gonna play.
6: Yeah, and you know the coaches that they can't tell you everything and and you know, they're dealing with stuff behind the scenes and trying to get game scheduled, so they gotta come out and act like everything's okay and try to keep the team pumped up. But then the teams are hearing rumors from trainers and doctors and it's just I mean, it's it's tough to like you're saying, just to keep keep the spirit up, Ben. So I'm personally pretty disappointed. I've been wanting to play ULM for a long time. Uh this is a, a tough situation all around. I'm, I'm seriously questioning whether the Tech will play another football game this season. And again, that's purely off speculation, not oh, off yeah. anything. I just just looking at we're looking at two more games. Oh, it's being realistic, like, yeah. And if you include a bowl game, I mean, it's just yeah, who knows? You get, you and, 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 and God forbid that Ben has a, doesn't get his bowl streak. Which Taves, what happens this year if we don't play a bowl? Does that does that count? Can we still say <laughs> six in a row? Will Ben still be out of sleep at night? I don't for, know.
2: For some reason. All
6: questions were really wanting to for, know the answers For to. some reason, I knew you would go yeah, down this alley. Yeah. You love to take a verbal
2: shot behind your radio mic over there through this piece of flex. Ben, I'm going to be honest.
6: I don't know if this is a year we want to be playing a bowl game. Why not? We lost to UTSA, beat UAB. Bowl game skip level ready. The, half the team's here, half the team's not. Got guys leaving for the NFL. Guy's sitting out. Who knows Baby Barnes is going to be ready? You
2: love you some Baby Barnes. Love it. A little freshman All-American action. So, of course, like we mentioned, Louisiana Tech at Rice canceled last week. Uh, ULM and Louisiana Tech will not square off as originally scheduled. That was set for a 3 p.m. kickoff in Shreveport. That game will not be made up as well. And I don't believe the Louisiana Tech is going to be able to find an opponent for this week. And, Beck, you know, jumping to another topic, I wanted to talk a little bit about some former pro dogs. I guess we'll start with, I believe it was Thursday night. We saw Ron Allen last week in his first game as a Titan, 50 yards a punt. They put him on the pine, Start a little rookie
6: out of Tennessee, did you see that punny ad, Mister Trevor Daniel? Yeah, seventeen burger. Shake a potamus. I texted you and asked you what's going on, because to me, fifty yards seems pretty good. Not not bad, not bad. And your response was apparently this guy's been booming it in practice. Ben, if I've seen one practice hero, I've seen a thousand. Yeah, there ain't players. no Coming doubt about from that. One. Your boy would hit fifty percent of the balls in batting practice to the moon. Getting a game, can't touch the ball. I ain't hit a curveball since numb. I get it. I know what it's like to be good in practice. But, but you, hey, how about you got this? results from Ryan out. What are you doing? He got released today. He got really fifty yards a punt, and you. And released that's one him. of those things that you can't. You can't even say like did it wrong. Like, it's either fifty yards or it's not. Yeah. It's not like oh he yeah, got lucky. It's like no, he just booted it fifty yards. Hey, how about
2: our boy Boston Scott with the fifty-six yard tuddy?
6: Before we move into Boston Scott, another crazy thing about punters. Is when they say they had a fifty-yard punt, it's actually like sixty yards. Yes, because they, I'm glad you realized yeah, that. It took me a few years, but they 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 marked that punt from the line of scrimmage not where we actually punts it. So Ryan Allen punting about a sixty burger, and then gets released. If that's not some bad luck, I don't know what is. Did they keep the guy that kicked it seventeen yards? Yeah, unbelievable. He could file a grievance. <laughs> Who's the GM up there in Nashville? Sutton. That's why they lost. Is Sutton Davison running uh, that probably, franchise? Probably. Sounds a lot like something he might do. Hey, did you see Boston Scott, though? Did I see him? Barely, because he's a chicken nugget out there, Ben. <laughs> he's got some speed, He though. is the quickest, fastest little guy. I'm telling you, when he gives him the ball, he goes through the holes, and then he disappears because he's tiny. 20.76 miles per hour. Disappears and then pops out in the end zone. I don't know how he does it. Right, Carson Wentz would be wise to give him the rock a little more often. I'm so happy for Boston. It takes... I said it last time he did well. It just takes every couple games Boston does something that's just going to solidify him for a couple more years in the NFL. A backup RB spot is not a bad spot, Ben. You don't get hit near as much. Still can put put food on the table. (laughs) You can can, can still be a hero. Just put him in when you play the Giants. He's unstoppable. Speaking of that,
2: Boston Scott now has 432 yards from scrimmage in his career against the Giants. Six tutties. That's 55 more yards than Boston Scott has against all the rest of the teams right. in the NFL. <laughs> they
6: must have said something. They must have got him fired up. Hey, John's aren't wanting to see Mr. Scott walk through that door. So happy for Boston. We got a text on the text line that doesn't even apply to this show. Actually, yeah, it does Sent this to Fox last hour. If ULM wants to play Tech, the Warhawks can field a team and show up on Saturday in Shreveport. That's what I'm saying. Say it. When we played Southern Miss, what happened? We had like twenty-five we the guys team out. in Rustin Yeah, won that game. A little thirty-one
2: thirty, little a bear getting the foot down. A little toe tap. Appreciate the text, Will. You can text us. You can call us. Fairway Carts Hotline or Text Line. I was back- gonna say that.
6: Oh, were you? Yeah, I looked at it on the board. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Yeah, I
2: know it. Hey, right. Right. good to hear that you learned it after four years on the job. Jalen Ferguson for the Ravens. Had three total tackles on Sunday night. Uh, Vernon Butler saw a season-high 42 defensive, s- defensive snaps. LeJarrius Sneed set to return from injured reserve. Ball- Tremont Williams got his first action as a Baltimore Raven. how do he
6: do, our boy Tremont?
2: Well, two tackles. That's what I'm talking about. Jelly Bean played a season-high 47 snaps. And elsewhere, O'Shea Dugas was added to the Cincinnati Bengals practice squad
6: go. How about it? I feel it? like I might be able to make it on the Cincinnati Bengals practice yeah, squad. I'm pretty sure you definitely
2: could. So, coming up later in the show in our next segment, Eric Conkle, head coach of the Duncan Dogs, will join us. 7 o'clock, Lane Burroughs, head coach of the Diamond Dogs, will join us. We're going to – Diamond Drogs. A little Diamond Drogs. going to break down – La Tech Hoops, LaTeX Baseball. Heck, it's a bye week for a third straight week, so we're going to get into some other things tonight. Appreciate you joining us. Let's go ahead and take our first time out of the night. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 99.3 FM.
8: At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Reston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC.
7: Acme glass and mirror, we have so much more. Whether business, home, or auto, we have the glass you're looking for
8: replacing glasses
9: painless like everything we do the very best in service always close to you
7: Acme glass and mirror give us a break and we'll shine through
10: got a lot of stuff ideal portable buildings has what you need a new custom built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin and keep all your stuff covered with a new eagle carport from ideal rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit find ideal portable buildings on facebook or call 699-9426
11: the Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced, the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service, shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at Exit 86 in oh, Ruston. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car.
10: This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today 371 CART and go Bulldogs!
5: want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know keep it right here on bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762.
2: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Vic Haynes, John Taylor. Now joining us on the Fairway Carts Hotline, head coach of the Dunkin' Dogs, Eric Cockle. Coach, 10 days away from the season opener. How are we doing tonight?
12: Doing great. How are you guys
2: this evening? Oh, pretty good. So, Coach, I guess the first question for you, um, you put to get together this schedule and, you know, I can't imagine how many times you've had to change things before you finally got it finalized. And, you know, who knows how this season ends up going. I'm sure we're going to see some changes to the schedule in the future as well. But from a coach's perspective, how do you relay the message to your team to kind of stay focused on their priority, which is getting ready for the season?
12: Well, the overall theme of this season, and it's something we talk about all the time, but it's really – so prominent this year is we just got to control what we can control. And that's day by day. That's hour by hour. Um, And just focus on what what we can do to to impact success for that particular day. Right now we're in final exam. Our guys are focused on finishing and taking care of business there. And then um, anytime we get an opportunity to practice, we just want to get better that day and let the score take care of itself. Whoever that is we might play against, Um, whatever that might be, we just got to get ourselves ready day by day.
2: And and you look ahead to this season, you know, your roster, obviously you lose some key components. Uh, When you talk about Mo Muhammad and Derek Jean, uh, Oliver Powell, and a couple others that meant so much to your program, Uh, when you look at this team, and I know you guys want to build yourselves with a lot of depth and play at a high tempo, uh, what are some things that you have realized throughout your first, you know, few weeks of practice that might be some strengths, Uh, for this team in 2020-2021?
12: Well, I think specifically for this year, we've got some versatility. We've got a number of different lineups we can play. For example, Isaiah Crawford who's really made a strong recovery back. He could play a guard position, a forward position. He's 225 pounds. We could play him as the biggest guy on the floor if we really had to. And those are the types of things that I think could benefit us depending on not just foul trouble, uh, the the normal types of injuries you might have in a year, but, of course, anything uh, health-related where players need to be out. We need to be versatile. It's something we've been focusing on all preseason, and uh, I think it could be a strength
2: of this team. And you look at a guy like an Isaiah Crawford, I know he was a guy – that you found late in the recruiting process, obviously he goes down with the ACL injury a year ago. talk a little about a little bit about his game. What makes him such a special player because when you look at him you know from the naked eye he doesn 't kind of wow you uh, with the things that he does on the floor, but you look up at the end of the ball game and he 's really just stuffed the box score in a number of different areas
12: you 've hit it right on the head and that 's what he is he 's a ball player and He's a guy that has really good feel. He can pass. He can shoot. He can drive it. He makes other guys better. Um, we do a an evaluation of practice and a statistical evaluation through a lot of different things. And we've had five weeks, and he's won it three weeks. Um, he's just a really good player, and he's growing. He's he's young for his grade, and he's gotten a whole lot stronger. Uh, I really believe he was going to be on the all-freshman team and in our last year's ball club when we had so many juniors and seniors, he was starting and playing big minutes as a freshman in conference play until he went down. He lost on that experience in February and March, but um, he has really worked hard to get himself back. He's got uh, still you know, a little bit of, of rust and still to, to dust off, but... I'm expecting big things
2: out of him. And you talk about gaining some of that experience in February and March and gaining some of that valuable experience in conference play. We, we know it's no easy task to go on the road and, and win in some of these venues, whether it's Western Kentucky or Marshall or going to UAB, but a player that really impressed me as a freshman with how he came on late in conference play, Kobe Williams, uh, just a tenacious defender. I, I know you're excited uh, to see how he progresses from year one to year two.
12: I'm really excited about him, and I mean, he's, um, he really earned it last year. Again, on a, on a very upper upperclass-related team, he earned the right to get out on the floor. And uh, one of those things was when an opportunity came knocking, he was ready. Um, he did it with his defense. He did it with his energy every day. He was focused on getting better. And he's going to be a big part of what we do this year uh, at the point guard position. Um, I think and I've challenged him to be one of the best defenders in the league. Derek Dean was an All Defensive Player in Conference USA last year, and uh, you know I expect that baton to be passed to him.
2: And, and you know, you look at this team, and you talk about some of the veterans. When you talk about an Amari Archibald, uh, Jacoby Pembers, Pemberton's been through some battles. Uh, of course, Caleb Adeu came on and had a really nice year. Andrew Gordon's ready to step, step up as a senior. Uh, when you look at the veterans on this roster, obviously you have a number of them, Xavier and Christian as well. Um, how will you lean on some of those veterans to kind of ease some of these younger players into the action when you talk about some of the newcomers that you've brought in, uh, Jace Bass, Kenny Hunter, Kenneth Lofton, uh, some of those guys?
12: Well, experience gives you such a, a a great step ahead and because, yes, we've made some adjustments. We're doing... A few things differently here and there, whether it be a, a different type of defense, a secondary defense, or maybe a different offensive set, but the majority of what we're doing is going to be the same. And Mari um, Archibald, he's been a, a three-year starter going into his senior year. This is Caleb LeDoux's third year in the program after redshirting and then playing last year and being sixth man of the year. And Andrew Gordon's in his second year. Jacoby Pemberton's in his fifth year and it, it has been through so many different situations. So we're going to really rely on that type of experience and leadership from all those guys. Xavier Christian has really built himself back and gotten in great shape and confidence. He's in his fort during the program. So uh, the big thing for us is all those guys, all that experience, what we're asking them to do is to really elevate their role, elevate as a leader, elevate in their production, in their consistency, and then be able to pass it along to the younger guys that we think have talent, and they're going to help us this year and down the road.
2: And a couple of those newcomers, I wanted to ask you about. The first guy's a JUCO transfer, Jace Bass. Um, I think when you look at some of his JC numbers, it jumps off the page his ability to score the basketball. Uh, what have you seen from him since he's been able to get here on campus in Ruston?
12: Well, I've seen his. I've seen that ability to score. He does have really good feel. He's a shot maker um he's had some days where he's really gotten it going and we're we're really trying to see what he can do as a playmaker as well uh he was a late arrival to us in the summer missed a little bit of time with an injury in September so he's I feel like he's just starting to get into a rhythm of how we want to play and how we want to do things because we we need that type of production from the guard spot with the way we want to play and how deep we want to play
2: and you look at your team from a front line perspective, you know, for, like we talked about Mo Muhammad was so key for a number of years, Oliver Powell was another experienced player, and Andrew Gordon's back for his second year, I know he's in a lot better shape but from a backup big man perspective, how important will it be for a guy like Stacy Thomas in his third year in the program, or a guy like Kenneth Lofton, to really step up and give you uh, a good 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes a night uh, especially in conference play?
12: Well, it's it's Very, very important. And we're bigger than we've been. Um, We have some youth, though, Uh, in Kenneth Lofton, Jr., uh, and Kenny Hunter. uh, Both guys as freshmen. Uh, Both are 6'8 and 6'9. Both have different types of talents, but both are freshmen. And we've got to really continue to work and develop and and have opportunities to get better and better. But we will absolutely rely on Andrew Gordon as a senior, Uh, Stacy Thomas, really wasn't far away. It Just uh, last year, uh, had an injury early in the season, and Mo Mohammed really came on so well, and of course Andrew Gordon, but Stacy Thomas is going to get opportunities as well. So, excited about the group we've got in, in the depth we have in the front court, especially at the center position. We've got a lot of different options.
2: And you guys were picked, I think it was seventh in the preseason, uh, from a conference perspective, and, and you know, depending on the coach, you, you can put a lot of stock into it, or you can't, but Do you use that as a little bit of a motivating factor for this team as you enter the season?
12: For sure. It's one of those things that if if you're picked high, like we've had been some years, you don't even talk about it. But if you're picked lower, uh, you certainly do. And we we try to use everything out there as bulletin board material to to help this team. And I I don't think they need a ton of motivation. Uh, The way last year ended, we've got a lot of guys back from that team that really want to – do it differently this year. Hopefully we have a chance to finish the season and, and, and really be able to execute our goals. But um, I think the league's going to be really deep in. I mean, I think there's uh, so much parity in college basketball in general, but definitely in Conference USA with the 14 teams we have. I think there's going to be so many different nights, and especially with our schedule playing Friday night and Saturday night, same opponent, same location. It's going to be a wild race.
2: And you talk about playing Friday and Saturday nights in conference play. Is there an advantage to that? Is there a disadvantage of that? Are you, what, what are your thoughts on the scheduling model that the league decided to go with? Well,
12: first thing, I, I think it was a smart way to go, you know, with all the different variables we're dealing with to best just give us the opportunity to, to see if we can execute this thing with uh, exposing yourself to one team, having less travel, so, but with it becomes a different type of challenge. And to play someone back-to-back, uh, there could be anywhere for 20 hours in between games, or it could be less, depending if he picks the game up. But I've talked to some of my friends that have coached in the Ivy Leagues, and that's how they play uh, back-to-back nights, but they do travel in between. And, it, I, look, I, I look at it as, guys, we're going to play like the NBA playoffs. We're going to play back-to-back. Well, I'm going to have to talk to Coach Burrows and how they play their seasons. They play the same teams back to back nights. But we're going to, whatever they tell us to do and however they let us line it up, we're going to give it our best shot.
6: And
2: our last question before we let you get out of here I know the early signing period opened up last week and you guys were able to sign a trio of players. When you talk about a couple of guards in Taryn Williams and Caleb Stewart and then a forward out of the New Orleans area in Will Allen, talk a little bit about those guys and what you're excited about when they get to campus here.
12: Well, I am very excited about all three, and we look constantly for fit, fit to the culture of Louisiana Tech, Bulldog basketball, the culture of Rustin in northern Louisiana, um, and then of course just some dynamic athletes that love to play and have a potential to get better and better. And we really feel like we've uh, we've hit on all those uh, on all those characteristics on these guys. Caleb Stewart is really fast. Uh, he had 16 points and 12 assists in his uh, most recent game uh, just the other day. Uh, comes from a tradition-rich program at Atascoceta High School near Houston. Um, but we need guard play, and he's going to bring some. And then Taryn Williams out of Mariana, Arkansas, 6'5", long, athletic, can really bounce, and is a three-level scorer uh, at the wing position. He's guard, uh, excited about him. And then Will Allen. Bonneville High School down near in New Orleans. He kind of reminds me of Mo Muhammad a little bit, just a junkyard dog that loves to rebound, play hard, physical, um, and he's got some skill where he could stretch it out to the three-point line and be that versatile forward that we like. So really excited about all three guys.
2: Absolutely, Coach. Well, we appreciate you taking some time out of your night to join us here on Bleed Take Blue Radio, and we're looking forward to getting some dunking dogs on the floor uh, whenever that may be.
12: Well, it's 10 days away, guys. We've two different schedules, but uh, we do get 1,200 fans in the Thomas Assembly Center. We're opening up the day after Thanksgiving. So as that food is still digesting, come over to the TAC and watch some Bulldog basketball.
2: Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys. Eric Cockle, head coach of the Duncan Dogs, joined us tonight here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. And, Beck, you know, I'm a basketball guy. When, when it gets to basketball season – uh, especially when the calendar turns to January, things start to heat up inside that Thomas Assembly Center. We get some good atmosphere. atmospheres. I know Coach Cockle is entering his sixth season as the Bulldogs head coach, and I, I really think he's done a good job for this program. I know a lot of people want to point to the the lack of NCAA tournament appearances or whatever, but he's really built this program. He continues to recruit at an extremely high level, and this is going to be another really fun team to watch here in 2020 2021
6: a lot of people excited about the Duncan dogs bc
2: there ain't no doubt about it so let's go ahead and take our next time out we come back we'll talk some college football who the heck knows what we're going to get into you're listening bleed tech blue radio be right back after this
10: walpole tire and service has been a proud latex supporter for over 60 years so when the bulldogs hit the field or hardwood make sure your vehicle is game ready let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus, all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Rustin and West Monroe. Visit Walpoltire.com.
3: Hey, DQ fans, November's Blizzard of the Month is the Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough Blizzard Treat. That's right, it's back and delectable as ever. With soft Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough pieces, cinnamon sugar, and DQ's world famous vanilla soft serve, it's the softest, sweetest bite of the season. So if you're thinking about a treat to kickstart your fall, dough for it. Dough for it today. Only at your DQ. Happy tastes good.
8: Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC.
13: Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMO Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMO Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs!
9: Motors in Arcadia.
10: This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new easy go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger easy go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs!
5: find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know keep it right here on bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway Car top line 888-993-7762 welcome
2: back bleed tech blue radio bc beck haynes john tabor beck did you hear the news out of hattiesburg
6: Ben, there's always some news out of Hattiesburg. What like, are they all? Three head coaches. I heard a little rumor about our good friend of the program, Jack Abraham. Oh, good friend of the program. Yeah, yeah we like to talk about him a lot. I hey, can't beat the dogs. Say He's rent free in our heads.
2: Hey, he does live rent free in our heads, But I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know if you remember this, but and I, and I hate to do this, I, I took a shot at some Tech fans this morning, but I'm also going to take another shot. Remember when Bulldog fans were begging for Mr. Abraham to be the quarterback? I think
6: think some of them
2: referenced him as Father Abraham. Father
6: Abraham. Crazy as it may be, hey, he's opted out for the season. Opted out. Ben, wow. I'm not shocked. I'm not. I don't know if you watch Southern Miss lately. Dumpster fire. Wouldn't even cover how the, bad it is. To the highest degree. You couldn't even, the, the terminology doesn't even encapsulate. It's
2: like start the dumpster fire and the
6: dumpster just falls apart and spreads it, like a wildfire. What, what, I, what else? You got? Fuel me up a little bit more. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm let feeling me tell like, you what let's fuel me up. Father Abraham,
2: as many Tech fans like to reference it, practiced throughout the week leading up to the game against Western Kentucky. And listen, nobody's going to deny that the Golden Eagles haven't struggled this year. Oh, they have. You're getting the first string reps, obviously, as their starting quarterback. And what do you know on Thursday morning, he decides to opt out? Thursday morning, decides to opt out. Game week. Game's coming up on Saturday. Abraham's going to opt out.
6: Ben, that is soft.
2: Hey, then his dad decides to play a little daddy ball. Wants to give some comments on why he decides to opt out. Says, first and foremost, you know, we care about his health. Like, yeah, we know, bro. Like, everybody cares about their health. Everybody drinks their protein shakes. Everybody does their push-ups and their crunches when they get up out of bed. Like, ain't no denying it. Said he didn't really like the playbook playing for Western Kentucky, which is baffling. Okay, you're going to question a coach, Dad. Dude's 23 is years it, old. Is he worried he's going to get hurt? Geez, stand in the pocket yeah, and take I, a hey,
6: shot. If you're 209 pounds a pure man, then act like if it. If you want to play football, play football. It's a contact sport. You're going to get hit. It's a collision sport, Tabe says. It's going to happen. I don't know what Mr. Jack's plans are after Division I football, but if you go interview with a team...
2: Don't go I to insurance hey, office Hey, job. Jack,
6: tell me about uh, you quitting in the middle of the week. Oh, yeah, I was scared I was going to get hurt. Well. Oh, my God. Clear don't the, breathe, clear the draft board. Let's get Jack. <laughs> He's conscious of his health. I like that. <laughs> I like it. Doesn't give a ish about his team. I like that. check mark. Yep, draft him. Only cares about himself. Check. I'm sorry, Jack. You put on a uniform for the very last time. But, hey, it gets better. Dad says a new coach is coming to Hattiesburg here
2: in another month or so. And Je- he's going to need Jack to be healthy.
6: Oh,
1: and so we- he
2: thinks he's playing some more. <laughs> and we're going to see if he fits into
6: this coach's offense. i would say, okay, let's just play the role of the new coach. Can't wait to get to Southern Miss. New opportunity. Who do I got? You oh, I got a, a quitter. Him. Yeah. You you got, got a little quitter
2: little quitter action out in Addysburg? I his mom I, ain't listening to the tonight.
6: softest thing I've ever heard. I don't care if you go out there and get, I mean, obliterated. You go out there and support your little team. Yep. Give your best effort. I'm
3: going to put That's it in, to you this that way. That is
6: embarrassing as a program. It's embarrassing. I'm going to put it to you this way. It's embarrassing, The ben.
2: Southern Miss faithful are none too happy. That I'm saying, like. Things of this nature. I mean the stuff they've they've been behind that dude for three years. Things of this nature. Why can't the kid speak for himself? Yes. Uh the number Preach. of the number of games he's blown over the last three years will be
6: fine. Preach. Whew. I don't know what it is with this with this generation of kids, man. They get a big head, feel like there's somebody. They got references of helicopter Listen, daddy. I don't want to get drilled every play either, okay? But a hundred times more, I don't want to leave my team out on the field, in the middle of the week. I would never do it. I couldn't. Bring, I couldn't bring myself to show my face on campus. What's he going to do? Go to class and get a standing ovation? <laughs> no.
2: no. <laughs> my, my question is this: You're Southern Miss, and we've talked about the dumpster fire in Hattiesburg. They've had probably twelve guys opt out. Um, Scotty Walden said, "Deuces, I'm going to Austin P. Whoever in the the, middle of the that is. season. Whoever the hell Austin P. Is. And where's it at,
6: James? You don't
2: know? Somewhere oh, in Kentucky. Kentucky? Yeah.
6: we at get our stat guy on that.
2: And then, Abraham opts out with three games left. And then now you you see some of the co- they're involved in a coaching hire with their new AD Jeremy McLean. And you look at some of the names that are mentioned for this job. You know, initially it's like Hugh Freeze, and it's like, yeah, you might come up about two point five mil short for Mister Freeze. <laughs> like, good shot. They're like, we're going to hire the D.C. at Alabama. Uh, yeah, we might come up about a mil and a half short for that one. Uh, keep dreaming. Uh, we might hire the head coach at Coastal Carolina. Yeah, not leaving the Sun Belt to come coach at Southern Miss. He's 7-0, and number 15 in the country. Might hire the offensive coordinator at Tulane, Will Hall. Okay, okay. You're catching my attention a little bit. You might have a shot at Will Hall. Might hire the defensive coordinator at Indiana named Womack. Um, doing a nice job with the Hoosiers, but um does he want
6: to come to this dumpster fire?
2: How bad do you want to be a head coach? Would be my question.
6: I, I just don't understand, Ben. I don't From top to bottom it's a disaster. I just I mean, if you're if you're still on the team, what are you even thinking? Before like we, before the season your best players don't want to play. And then you're two and whatever. I guess your only hope is this.
2: Frank Junior,
6: Ben, is it safe to say that we derailed Southern Miss first game of the season? Did we send, just sent them to the to the dumpster? Sent them to zero two, two losses at home. to oh, that's South right. We Alabama, them their second game of the season. Yeah. So uh, Well, okay, we'll, we'll call it. Uh, we we co destroyed them. I'll give let's some credit to the, South Alabama. Let's
2: say the Jaguars kind of popped them in the rear yeah. end and we
6: punted. Them. Yeah, we, yeah, that's right. Kicked them while they're down.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what are we doing to him right now? A full segment on Abraham and the fighting it's Golden what Eagles? what
6: the people want. I'm not even going to deny it. That Jack had to come into Rustin. Was it last year? Yeah. And you could have had me early in the game. Yeah, like how about that? Yeah, he's personal. Career personal went downhill since that. Yeah. Tw- 29 interceptions in 27 career games. Is this Jameis Jr.? All right. put that on that old draft board, a little check mark. Let's get Jack in the room. It ain't happening. Wow, what a segment! Might have been a little harsh, but you want to get Beck Haynes fired a up? Quitter, I hate a quitter. You want to get Beck Haynes fired up? Start talking. That's why I hate you this year because you were one and nine in fantasy football and you have mailed it in.
2: Yeah, old nine game losing streak. Nothing too terribly bad. I hate a quitter. What was that guy's name? I started last week for the Seahawks. Travis Homer.
6: Nobody knows.
2: Didn't even get a bunt single out of Mister Homer.
6: My gosh.
2: Pretty rough days these days for BC. If you got any fantasy advice, I'd love to hear from you. Let's go ahead. Let's take our next time out. We come back from this break. We're going to take a look more at the national landscape across the world of college football. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Dog,
0: 99.3 FM.
9: Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread – our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat, and you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoke cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston.
10: This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La and everything good is more fun on a new easy go so stop by and let them show you the right golf cart utility or multi-passenger easy go for your family from fairway carts in minden call today 371 cart and go bulldogs
8: at first national bank we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC.
11: The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced, the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at Exit 86 in Ruston. Courtesy, a great place to buy
3: a car.
4: The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com.
5: have time to keep up with louisiana tech sports the way you'd like to no worries just listen to bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway cards hotline 888-993-7762
2: welcome back bleed tech blue radio bc back haynes john Tabor. Beck, did you get a chance to see how you did in our three locks for the week
6: last I week. I know I had one heartbreaking loss, and I'm sure the other one wasn't good because. Yeah, usually... you
2: you had Texas Tech minus one and a half over Baylor. They won by one.
5: Oh, did,
6: so, I t- wait, did I say buy down though? I feel like I said buy down a few times last week. I'm gonna go back and look check the tape. That might be a tie. I, I might think push you that one down on Arkansas from
2: plus 17 and a half to plus seventeen.
6: Yeah, but I also feel like I might have said. I think you did on the Ohio State-Maryland oh, game. was was you and your COVID-ed impeccable out. memory.
2: Yeah. Just impeccable. Impeccable. So you went 0-2 last week. <sighs> well, 8-8 eight eight on the
6: season. 8-8. Eight you, eight. you can't fade me. Fade you. me or don't.
2: Get your money back. Without a doubt. Oh, BC goes 1-1. One and one. Picked up the old dub with FAU over FIU. And, Beck, how about this bad beat of the week? I had SMU plus 3 against Tulsa. And I believe I said they were going to beat the brains out of Tulsa. And they did for a half. And then Sonny Dykes, Sonny dykes it in the second half and didn't score a point.
6: Sonny dykes it.
2: Didn't score a point and Not lost. A point. Lost 24 to 21.
6: Just mailed it in after halftime.
2: Pulled a Jack Abraham, did they? Good night. I'm 7 and 10 overall.
6: Unbelievable.
2: Keep picking the COVID games, bro. Because that's what you do. I know. To get out of picking games. I know.
6: You got your three locks g- ready, or you want me to go first? You can go first. I'll tell you this right now. I'm going for the NFL. Oh, you're going to go to the NFL? Yeah. That's eight, fine. 8 ain't great, Ben. It ain't. I'm NFL. I'm undefeated. All right, here we go. Here we go. First pick. i Have you
2: ever taken an 0-14 that's an underdog? Because oh, that's yeah. what I'm doing. That's called the old contrarian bet. It's called Penn State plus two and a half at home against Iowa. Okay, okay. I'm okay. not a believer in the Hawkeyes. Okay. Sorry about it. I know they beat the brains off Minnesota, but P.J. Fleck's boat is sinking in a hurry. Rutgers. Yeah, I'm picking Rutgers plus ten and a half. You know why? Why? They're playing freaking Michigan. Oh. And Jim Harbaugh is terrible. <laughs> he has lost the program. More than Southern Miss has lost its
6: program. That is such a tough job to take in the first place. You just already are just – you've come up short 100 years in a row, can't beat Ohio State, get Jim Harbaugh in there, fly him over to France or wherever he flew him to. Remember when they yeah, – hadn't they t- been the same since. They took that spring practice to France. I forgot about that. That's, what, that's, that's called having some big donors. Thanks, Tom Brady. It's
2: a you know cash. Tom
6: funded that. That is called a
2: little cash. My last pick of the week,
6: this it one's tough. nervous.
2: Nah, this one's tough, but I took it. You know why? Because Auburn's terrible. So I'm taking another terrible team, Tennessee, plus 11, Ooh. in a game that is just ugly. Under? Two teams can't move the ball, whatever you want to call it. That's what's going to happen. It's mm. going to be a six- or seven-point game. And Jeremy Pruitt's going to be talking about how his volunteers played hard and they're starting to recruit better. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're going to be two and five, and he's going to get fired. Mm. And one more. Mm. If you really want to make some money this week, and I don't have an over yet, but take the over in Vanderbilt and, and Florida. Just whatever it is. I don't care if it's 90. Neither team, nobody can stop Florida. And Florida can't stop a nosebleed. I don't care if I was playing quarterback. The freshman, Ken Seals, former Tech Offensive Coordinator Todd Fitch, just put up 35 on a good Kentucky defense. Over-under is going to be around 71.5. Take the over. Book it. I'm writing it down. I'll count it next week.
6: All right. All right. What do you got for us? Going to the NFL, I like it better, a little more predictable. Yeah, real predictable. I'm going to give you a bonus pick. You can put a little asterisk. 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 All right. Buy it. If I've made any money this year, it's going 5 for 5 on the Kyler Murray over Over. rushing yard prop. He hits it by a mile every week in, like, the (laughs) first quarter. (laughs) Hey, speaking of Kyler
2: Murray, he's a little guy like Boston Scott, yeah. And I don't know if he runs faster than every anyone
6: else, but dude, his legs move so off. fast, he is gone. The dude, they, the why I like this prop is it's not just improv. Like they literally call plays, and then like for him to run, like they're Cliff Kingsbury is not scared to send the guy.
3: Yeah, hey. and then it's
6: just whoop whoop whoop, twelve fourteen yards a pop. He's only, good at slide. His prop is always around fifty five. I'm telling you. If you got it, take it. That's a bonus. I'm not even counting that as a real one. A little bonus action. Arizona. the some, are Seahawks Birds? Yes, they yeah. are. We got the Battle of the Birds on Thursday night. The Cardinals versus the Seahawks. Oh, don't the touch Over a is 57 night game. And a half. Take it. Both defenses are awful. Both quarterbacks sling it. Take it. The over. I don't know if you've Thursday seen Russell night. Wilson yeah. sling it in recent weeks. Uh, he He's had one terrible. bad week. He's it's awful. Been He had one bad week. All right. I I only scored nine points in fantasy, and had he scored nine well, he scored nine point nine. Had he scored ten point four, I would have won. I know you're not going to talk down your boy
2: Russell Wilson, so I'm gonna quit trying to.
6: Yeah, I'm not talking him down. The other one I like. Cincinnati Bengals plus one against the Washington football team. No,
2: Alex Smith. No.
6: Alex Smith, I hate to say it. Scared he's gonna get hurt, Ben. I am too. Joey B got embarrassed. By the the Steelers defense, which it pains me to say that it really pains me. You've I don't been like a Joey to say B it. fan. I just think he's a dog. Listen, Steelers D is the truth. Uh, Joey B is competitive. One of the Steelers cornerbacks called him trash. I'm glad he's coming in hot. I'm glad that pick is for you, Louisianians out right, there. Here, I know here, you love B. Here some we Joey go, D. right here.
2: Here we go. I'm glad Joey B's competitive. I, I'm really glad that a I didn't starting say, quarterback did I say is competitive. That? I, I said he's a dog. No, you said he's really competitive. When like, did I say that? Just about, I don't know, 25 ago. I literally did ago. not say that. Okay.
6: Yeah, you did. I didn't say that. All right. I'm glad he's competitive. I like competitive. Cincinnati plus one against the Washington football team. Don't even have a name. <laughs> ben, the other one, This one's this one's tough, but I'm doing it. Justin Herbert is dang good, but he has had a tough break. I don't know how you watch a quarterback that I think does great every game and loses every game. Yeah, no, I agree. Playing the Jets. Joe Flacco and the Jets coming off a big win. Who'd they beat? I don't remember. They lost to the Patriots. Barely, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, barely. Yeah. A yeah. big win for the Jets. <laughs> which really is a big win for the Yeah, No doubt. Uh, I like Herbert plus eight and a half, the fighting Herberts has been would say. Wait, they're, they're wait. plus eight oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Minus eight and a half. They're oh. an automatic point favorites. So you're taking the Chargers. Taking the Chargers. Big Chargers fan are you? Yeah, I think I think Justin's finally he's fed up. Hey. He's got a nice swoop to his hairstyle. The honest. other can we talk about the Colts? I cannot figure them out. You can't figure the Colts. I don't out. think they should be good. Their defense is phenomenal, but P Riv. I he looks awful. Yeah, he can't throw the football overhand. But they keep scoring. They that, move quick. They dynamited
2: the col you're a big Naheem Hines fan. Well,
6: I am this week. He almost got me the W. Man. You've you've really given up on the college game. You're an NFL guy. Now. Yeah. College is so unpredictable. You got guys out there leaving the middle of the season just quitting for no reason.
2: No, there ain't no doubt. So Beck, when you look at this college football season, did you see the line change in LSU and Arkansas. Did you catch a glimpse?
6: No, I didn't. What happened?
2: Last year, the Bayou Bengals and all their glory, 15 and 0, were a 42-point road favorite at Arkansas. I believe that game was played in fable. This year, Arkansas is a 1-point road favorite over LSU in Baton Rouge. It's a 43-point swing. The biggest swing in sports betting line over two
6: years ever. Really? Ever. Really? Ever. That is Got wild. some problems down in Baton Rouge. Actually going on Thursday. You are going to check it out and see what's going on down there? I got to talk to you a little school board or something, don't you? Yeah, a little conference, BC. I'm going to wear my mask. Hey. Here's, here's the deal. Put on your khakis. No secret. Uh, the Tigers are struggling. I haven't played in how many weeks? Two weeks. Yep. Miles Brendan just a mystery injury. What's the nobody... best
2: team in the country right now? You still buying I, Clemson? Yeah,
6: I still am buying Clemson. Um, you know I'm a huge Dabo fan. Tapes, tapes you got some? You shaking your head at me? Uh,
1: I think it's Rammer Bammer.
6: Oh, I forgot about Alabama. Yeah. Oh, you I so need I got... them to play each other so I can tell. Oh, really? Yeah, they I, only I play just, each other. Not, every not that, year. that hadn't happened yet. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan. I'm a big Dabo fan. Like I actually haven't watched. I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't watched Alabama I will notice
1: year. none of the three of us have mentioned the Ohio State.
6: I'm sorry. I can't, can't stand by, yeah, Ohio State. I can't either. I
2: don't care Fields how is, good they are. It's clean
1: can't. sweep thing, guys. I don't
2: care how good they are. Anybody, anybody but.
6: Them. Yes, I can't stand Ohio State. I don't
1: know
2: what it is about them. And, and I've talked about this. I think they're
6: this. just so mad that they're not in the top two conversation every year. It's just a, it's anno- it's literally annoying.
2: And, like, I'm also not a Notre Dame guy. I feel like oh, you're – I in, will never. That 12-8 think,
6: game against Cincinnati, I'll never forgive them. Louisville. Louisville. But
2: I, I think it's either, like – I think it's that way all the time. It's either, like, you l- like Notre Dame a good deal or you can't stand Notre Dame. And I don't know what it is. I think it's a little bit of those gold helmets that I just can't stand. And I also don't like a guy named Ian Book at quarterback. Like, Ian Book? Like, come on. I mean. That's almost like having the guy, what's the quarterback at Georgia's name, Stetson? Like, like, you're not winning a title with a guy named Stetson or a guy named Ian We ought to Book. just do
6: a whole segment on on names and how they'll never be successful. Yes. Just based off their name.
2: Like, golly, it just blows my mind. So, let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. Head coach of the Diamond Dogs, Lane Burroughs, will join us. You're listening to Bleed
11: Tech Blue Radio. We'll be right back after this. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced, the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at Exit 86 in Ruston. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car.
9: Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat, and you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston.
8: At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe, and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the uncommon bank, member FDIC.
10: Graduate Sales. You know us as the Class Ring People, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like Class Rings for more than 60 years. At Graduate Sales, there's so many things we offer though name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, t shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including Class Rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online at www.graduatesalesyuri.com. That's www.graduatesalesyuri.com.
4: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston
5: 99.3. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cart hotline, 888-993-7762.
2: Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Ains, John Taylor. Joining us on the Fairway Carts Hotline, head coach of the Diamond Dogs, Lane Burrows. Coach, how we doing tonight?
14: Hey, man, doing good, man. How about you guys?
2: Oh, doing pretty good. I guess my first question for you, now when you take the drive down Tech Drive, as you see the new Love Shack going up, every day it seems that it gets bigger and bigger. Uh, I know you have to be pretty excited to get in that thing pre- here pretty soon. <laughs>
14: Yeah, that goes without saying. It's and uh, you, you said it perfectly. I mean, it seems like every day it, it gets a little bigger and uh, it looks like they're getting closer to completing it with the brick going up and and windows, things of that nature. And we were fortunate after a Sunday scrimmage, uh, we actually Gerald Jordan took uh, our entire team and our and coaches and and wives to, with, went on a tour through it. So. Uh, it was fun to have the guys go through there, even though it's not finished, obviously, just to get a glimpse of it, what it would look like, and you could just see the excitement in their eyes and our eyes and, and everybody. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's an exciting time, and it's been a long haul, 19 months out at Ruston High. i fortunate to have that place and uh, fortunate for the city and Ruston High School to allow us to use it. But uh, it's time to get in our own place again, and I know the fans and everybody's excited about it.
2: And you look ahead to this year, obviously – uh, I think it was last week you guys released your schedule. Just a tremendous schedule that you've put together. When you start putting together a schedule, what are some of your goals, particularly in the non-conference portion of things, to get your team ready for the grind of a Conference USA uh, schedule?
14: You know what? And, and scheduling, it's a great question. And Scheduling is not an exact science. It's tough. And, you know, I always, personally, in my opinion, I, I have two goals. And and uh, one, is you want to go on the road for a series, you don't – it's tough to play every series at home, and you open up league play on the road, and you, your team's not used to being on the road. They're not used to being in a hotel, uh, team meals on the bus, things of that nature. And I, I always like to try to play a weekend series with, uh, with an SEC school, Big 12, somebody like that, one of the Power Fives. I think it prepares you for, for, your, for your league. I think it prepares you for postseason. And that's mainly two of, two of the goals I look at, personally, when I'm doing schedules. I'd like to be on the road for one weekend if possible. And I would also like to play a, a power five team for a three game set. And uh, look I, this schedule, it, it just kind of worked out that way. It's kind of crazy, uh, as it was unfolding, uh, even though we had a new stadium and we we're going to be on the road all of last year where the season was, was cut short. And, uh, honestly, the Arkansas series and the Ole Miss series were, they reached out to us, uh, to be honest with you, uh, just to be frank. And, uh, I think, I think people enjoy coming here to play us. We have great support and, uh, it's a good product, and it, I know they it, it it gets them here. Like Arkansas, for instance, and Ole Miss, they they're going to have fans here, so it's not a long trip for them. And, but uh, yeah, that's two of my goals personally. To answer your question, is try to get one one trip on the road if, if you can, and and play a power five school in a three game set.
2: And you go back to last year. Obviously, you were only able to play you know twelve or fourteen games or whatever it was, and. You didn't really get to realize just how good that team was going to be. I know you guys had a number of young players that really contributed in such a positive way You know, early on in that season. It was a great freshman class as well. As you got an opportunity to kind of look back on it and evaluate things as a staff, as you headed into the offseason, into the summer, what were some of the goals that you had for putting that, the new roster together for 2021 to give yourselves the, you know, not only the best chance to compete within the conference, but you guys have bigger aspirations to not only make a regional, but advance in a regional as well.
14: well no doubt. And and look, we, I know this is going to sound crazy if you, if you follow us closely, but uh, last year I, I really felt like we were starting to come into our own. Um, and if you followed our team, you go, wait a minute, you got swept at Wichita State, and then we came back, played the midweek, and and really played well against Southeastern, but I. I Honestly felt like those young there were games we started four or five freshmen uh true freshmen and I really thought we were starting to figure out who we were and and uh some guys were starting to turn the corner like a Taylor Young still Netterville, Parker Bates were having great years and and uh yeah I mean look we only signed uh coming into this year when we realized everybody's going to come back we signed nine guys it was all we were bringing into the program for this year we signed four junior college pitchers we signed four high school pitchers and we signed one hitter and uh, he decided after everybody came back he would go back to his junior college and, and hopefully we'll get him back here next year. But I think once he saw our entire lineup would be back, that uh, it would be best for him to, to go back to his junior college and compete there. But uh, just needed some arms. Uh, when, it, when it became evident that all the seniors would be back and our entire team, basically um, all our hitters, and you had, you had a Ryan Jennings to the mix, uh, who, who was going to be our Friday night guy last year, and a few weeks before the season went down with an elbow and had surgery uh, you add him to the mix uh, bringing him back and possibly going to be our Friday night guy this year uh there wasn't a lot of holes to fill we're an older club but uh you know we know we needed some help on the mound you could never have enough of that you know that being enough arms uh to navigate a season and and uh again we 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 signed 15 the other day we will release that class here in, the, in next week and and uh but basically just bring in some arms and and uh, we're happy with all those guys coming back and having our entire lineup essentially back from last year.
2: And you have so many experienced arms coming back, and I know you had a number of experienced arms last year as well, but you were really young behind the plate. You talk about Hazler and Corona, and as talented as they are, they were still just freshmen. How have you seen them progress from their freshman year to their sophomore? Because we, we know how important it is for that catcher to be kind of that leader on the field for you.
14: It is. You're the quarterback. You're the captain. Everybody's looking at you and you're looking at everybody and you kind of run the show. And the team, I'm a firm believer that the team takes the energy level and they take on whatever role, the catcher, his personality with the club. And yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I can tell you and the listeners right now, and I've told George and Kyle knows this, we told him. but coming out of last fall, we were really concerned. And uh, you know, you got Jackson Slaughter in there. He's the other catcher. They were all true freshmen. And and uh, the fall did not go great behind the plate last year, and we were really concerned, but Corona missed most of the fall. He had a hand issue from summer ball, but i tell you what, as we got into the spring and started uh, playing ball games, it was almost like those guys just, the the, the switch just flipped on them, and, and it was like, wow, they're playing with energy, they're blocking, they're throwing, they're receiving at a high level, and uh, they're playing heads-up baseball, and couldn't have been more pleased with those two guys, and and you know Jackson Slaughter's a quality catcher as well, and it's just he's behind two really good ones right now. And and uh, but they are young, they were young, and, and you're concerned about that. But I I thought the step forward those two guys took in the 17 games or whatever it was we played last year was phenomenal. And and uh, yeah, looking to to have those guys for another two, three years, even more maybe. And. Couldn't be more excited about those guys behind the plate.
2: And you look at, you know, you talk about you've been out at and High for 19 months or whatever it is, and I'm sure that can kind of get monotonous at times. And I know you guys have gone throughout the fall and you've had a number of scrimmages as well. How have you leaned on some of that veteran leadership uh, that you have not only in your lineup but on the mound as well to kind of get through another fall and keep pressing towards that goal? Because, you know, when we flip the script to January and you get on the field for that – those real live practices, and the season's only a month away. Nobody's really going to care, like you said a year ago, where you've practiced at or where you've been playing. They're going to expect you to, you know, produce some
14: results. <laughs> you got that right. Eh? That's all going to be in the past. And they want to see wins, and they want to see you playing well. But I, I think you bring up a tremendous point. Our, our our veteran leadership has been outstanding. I mean, and we call them company men. Uh, when you talk about a Bates, a Natterville, a Young, a Wells, a Garcia, and you know, follow Spencer Griffin on the mound. I'm sure I'm leaving some guys out, but just, just young men that, uh, you know, there's, there's days on Sunday we go early, we'll have early working in Chapel, and, and uh, you'll pull up the ballpark out at Ruston High at 8.30 in the morning, and you can hear them hitting. I mean, they've already went out themselves and, and set up the machine or whatever, and they're hitting, and they're doing their early work, and it's just been outstanding. And look, it it's tough right now. We're in a time where we're asking a lot of our student-athletes, you know, get up early and go to weights, and hey, we're going to you got to get a COVID test once a week and football or whatever if you're in season more than once a week. And, and now go to class and come out here for our guys, come out here to this high school field that, again, we're blessed to have it and to share it and, and to be able to work on it. But it, it does get old. I mean, they really don't have a locker room, and uh, they're kind of working out of their vehicles. And I could not be more proud of our guys, how they've handled it. Um, you always recruit character and makeup. You set out to do that, but it don't always work out. and and uh, our guys have just been outstanding. If they're complaining, we're not hearing it. And uh, it could be bad. You could have a group of guys that that's all they do about it. But uh, I'm glad you brought that up. man. I could not be more happy and proud of our guys and the way they've handled all this adversity the last couple of
2: years. And we've seen the, the evolution of analytics really, you know, over the last probably eight to ten years across really all levels of of baseball. How have you guys used that to your advantage on the mound uh, when you talk about a guy that I've noticed over the years, Jonathan Fincher, a guy that's not going to overpower you with 95, 96, but it is pretty evident when you watch him throw 90, 91, that he's got a high spin rate and can throw it by guys, uh, you know, particularly up in the zone.
14: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's been phenomenal in uh, having uh, Dr. Szymanski in the kinesiology department. If you come watch the inter squad, we've got the refs set up, set up every inter squad and, and we're reading spin rate and velocity and ball strike in the on the on the camera over there, and the the, the laptop in the dugout, and, and Fincher's a, a a great example of a guy. You know, back in ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, when we didn't know what it was uh, as a hitting coach and me be, being an assistant, I'm yelling at our hitters because the guy's throwing ninety and he's he's throwing ninety five percent fastballs. Why can't we hit it? And you know, you, the guys like I just can't see it, coach. It's on me. And you know, we, we had no idea what spin rate was. Nobody did. And it's, it's changed the game. Now we figured it out. Okay. That's what Lance Flynn was doing at Old Mr or Mike Owens at Tulane. That's why they were, they were elevating fastballs 95% of the time and our guys couldn't catch up with it. It wasn't about velocity. It was about he was spinning the baseball at a very high rate. And, uh, yeah, it's here to stay. I mean, it's, I, I think you, you got to have a, a, a middle ground. You got to use your gut and old school and. And uh, a little bit, but you got to go with what's, what's new and out there and how you can improve your players and how you can develop them.
2: And you look at your pitching staff, you mentioned the number of arms you brought in in the off season, And, you know, from a coaching standpoint, I, I think, you know, every year you enter the year, uh, a couple of guys are going to get banged up at various times, so you want to make sure that you have enough, enough depth. And I think that you guys certainly do on the mound. How do you use that to your advantage as a coach, knowing that you have so many different quality arms that are not only fighting with innings, you know, within one another, but for you it's a luxury as well to be able to have a quicker trigger on a Sunday knowing that you got three or four guys still down in that bullpen that can help you out.
14: No doubt. I mean, and it's just you can't have enough uh, guys on the mound that can help you. And we got a young man, Phil you he's a hitter and came in here, he's pitching now, and, and uh, he's throwing low 90s and throwing straight. He's going to help us on the mound. But we tell our guys every time we go in the fall, figure out who you are. Uh, you know, Nick Ellis is a Juco lefty that came in here, wasn't highly recruited. We got him, and, and uh, he knows who he is. He he has a niche. He gets lefties out. He has a breaking ball, and he throws strikes, and he's going to fill up the zone, whether it's middle relief or who knows, back into the ball game. But he has figured out who he is. He's not trying to be somebody he he's not, and and we can use him. He's going to help us. He's going to be on the bus, and he's going to be out there in high stressful situations. And, and uh, that's what we try to do, figure out who you are. How can you help us? uh it, it ain't about punching guys out left and right but i i love our starting pitching uh we obviously have our rotation back and throw jennings into that mix and maybe you you can use a guy like a wharf or, or fincher in the back end who knows uh but you you have the you have those options when you got numbers and and you're right maybe it's a situation come in and get get a lefty out get a three outs or or whatever and when you got numbers and you got guys that can throw strikes it it does give you a good feeling as a coaching staff that, hey, we got guys down there that can help us out. And and, and we can make a move quickly if we need to.
2: <clears throat> Absolutely, Coach. Well, we appreciate you joining us tonight. We're looking forward uh, to a tremendous season. I know you guys are excited to get into the new Love Shack.
14: No doubt. Thanks for having me. Y'all have a good night.
2: Absolutely. Lane Burroughs, head coach of the Diamond Dogs, joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. And Beck, you know, you drive down Tech Drive and you see the new Love Shack and – you know, th- th- no longer are the days where you drive by and check out what the score is. You, you better get your butt inside those seats. And I can tell you, you, Coach Burrows has been here for I believe this is going on his fifth year. This roster that he has built, they are going to be really, really good. And they're going to be tested right out of the gate early on in non-conference
6: play. Ben, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of hype around the- these Diamond Dogs, and also they're
2: going to be good.
6: I'll also, I might have said it on another show, but I'll be the first to admit, Ben, I didn't, with the cancellation last year and I think my You didn't year really was, get a chance to dial in. No, that ain't what I was going to say. Oh, okay. I didn't really, I kind of lost track of the stadium. I moved from the south side of town to the north side, so I wasn't driving by it as much. I'm going to be honest, the fact that it's going to be done this year kind of snuck up on me. Hey, you better get your season tickets. Yeah, it's going to be a good time That. <laughs> The Love Shack, they call it the Love Shack? Yeah. The new Love Shack is going to be awesome.
2: Got Arkansas rolling into town. Got Ole Miss rolling into town. Just,
6: let me let me just clarify something. I got a little text on the personal text line. I, I just might have said another show. me, What I meant to say was another Bleed Tech Bleach, a previous show. Yeah. Just don't want anybody out there thinking I'm doubling down on shows yeah, like don't, you
2: do. Hey, don't cut a... S- any slack over here don't want you going elsewhere, no. my my pal.
6: You would know it, though, because there would be a large following of fans, and you would know it. That'd yeah, there ain't, ain't no doubt about it. There ain't, ain't no doubt bows. about it. So
2: let's go ahead. Let's take our final timeout of the night. You know what we do in the last segment? Put a bow on we it. We put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We'll be right back after this.
8: Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC.
3: DQ fans, the new DQ-loaded A1 Steakhouse Burger is here. And it's stacked high with savory flavors. It's two 100% beef patties grilled to perfection, strips of crispy bacon, and a pile of golden onion rings all topped with thick and hearty A1 steak sauce and creamy peppercorn sauce. That's right, two premium steak sauces. If you're wondering how it's possible to pack in that much steakhouse goodness on one burger, you'll just have to taste it for yourself. Enjoy the new loaded A1 Steakhouse Burger today at DQ.
13: Hey Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to the BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs!
9: Motors in Arcadia
4: The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. Got a lot of stuff?
10: Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426.
5: Find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards Hotline, 888-993-7762.
2: Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, B.C. Beck Haynes, as we put a bow on it on this Tuesday night. Real quick, to the Fairway Cards Hotline, joined by Chase. Chase, thanks for chiming in. What's up, guys? Not much. What you got for us tonight?
7: Well, I just tuned in kind of late, but I, I'm sure y'all already talked about this. But I kind of feel like I'm witnessing the death of a football season.
6: Hey, we said it. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, uh, pretty rough. We don't. A little feel, nervous I, at I, this I'm point. A little uh, pessimistic, and not seeing a clear path to playing two more games this year. I wouldn't be surprised if we've suited up for our last time already. Hope Beck's wrong. Me too.
7: Man, I do too. I mean. I'd like to get another win or two out at least, and you know, one thing I was wondering: Do y'all think they'll even try to have a conference championship game?
6: No, I think that's a good question. There's no, conference n- USA across the board is just so disappointing. <laughs> I bet you they just ride it off
2: this year. Yeah, no, a number of people have discussed that, and you know, you have all the questions about how many games do you have to play within the league. Uh, I think right now UAB's three and one in the league, and they would win the conference from the West Division standpoint, and. Uh, obviously Marshall's ranked top 15 in the country. And I I think Marshall to me is probably the clear cut best program at this point. So I don't think right now they're going to scrap it, but you know, if these weeks continue to be as rocky as they are, uh, I think it's certainly a a discussion that's going to be held.
7: Right. And I just hate to see that. Um, do you know if, if some of the the athletes on the team will, will this be there for sure last year or. No, I, Have all of them decided to come back next year? No,
2: I think that, you know, I think you'll see, I don't know, you know, the percentages, but I think you'll see some walk away and go ahead and, you know, either try to enter the draft or try to, or enter the real world. And you'll see some guys that choose to return as well. I think a big key in it is going to be what the NCAA ends up ruling as far as, you know, how many scholarships can a program go up to? You know, right now the limit's 85. Do they let you go to 95? We'll see how that's determined. Uh, and then the programs themselves, whether it's Louisiana Tech, are they able to afford to fund those additional scholarships as well? And then those will kind of make some of the personnel decisions for themselves from that point.
7: I got you. Well, on a positive note, so far I like what I see with the new athletic director, so that's exciting.
2: Oh, absolutely. I think it's a tremendous hire.
7: Absolutely. And then kind of the biggest thing y'all just got through talking about, man – I'm excited about that baseball schedule.
2: No doubt about it. it's going to be a fun one.
7: Yeah, I mean having Ole Miss and Arkansas coming—that's just phenomenal. I can't believe that that the schedule worked out that way, and, and to you know to do it in a, a brand new facility, and, and then ho- hopefully, you know, <laughs> fingers crossed if this COVID thing can finally go away, we uh, finish the season off with a conference championship uh, at home, which would be amazing.
2: Yep, no doubt about it. Thanks for the call, Chase.
7: All right, thank y'all.
2: But what what
6: what in the flying flip do you have going on this weekend? This weekend. Yeah. Big weekend, B C. Do ya? Yeah, a little birthday celebration. Uh a little delayed birthday celebration. Yeah. How old hunt? are you these days? Uh, uh, Twenty six. Two nine. Oh, two nine. Yeah, nice. Got the dirty thirty coming up next year, planning a big trip. Really? Where one. are you going? Would love to go hunt in the Midwest. Okay. Hoping I can make it happen. Don't tell the wife yet. I need to have a, a plan in place. Got to watch the kids for me. Not not gonna sign up for that one. Uh, you know I'm gonna try to do a little hunting this week. Took the week off last week. Uh, some good quality family time. I'm gonna try to get back out there and uh, see if you
2: can get another little 15 uh, oh, yeah. point wrong. on the yeah on the calendar. Right. If
6: I can get a fist bump from Tapes and Super One for killing a big deer, I'm gonna try to kill a big deer every week. You know yeah, what I'm there saying?
2: ain't no doubt about it. So uh, what you got going on? Tabes will love what BC has going on.
6: Oh, you just asked me, so I'd ask you. Is that what that was?
2: BC is headed to get his first haircut oh. since February. Really? Friday morning, mid-morning, well, 10 a.m. action. Since February. I, why do I have a feeling Mrs. BC Tapes. had a little hey, something to say this about was this? This is
6: purely my decision. Well, I'm not too Abraham. I got two comments here. Number one, I am pro-flow. I, oh, I loved the B.C. flow and color. Flow ain't
2: going nowhere, bro. Got to get it shaped up. The The ends are a little frayed, <laughs> this, if I'm not this, mistaken, Might what I've been that told. That
6: might uh, support my second point. Since February, uh, hadn't grown that fast, Ben. Yeah, uh, if we're my not going to discuss that. If I hadn't cut my hair since February, it would be down to the old shoulders. Yeah, but too bad you live in the old barber shop. You'd like to go in every other week. No, but every, every six weeks kind of a guy. I can't believe your hair grows that slow. February. bro. do you remember how short
2: my hair was? No, I don't. All right, let's don't get into an argument on a national radio station. National? Give me, give me a little fired up in here.
6: I mean, oh, good for you. Getting the haircut. Hey, little text
2: on the personal text line. <laughs> the old sister chimes in. All caps. Praise the Lord I for say the haircut. What?
6: I say this about twice a week. I can't say anything about your brother because I don't think I'd agree with this, but. Your sister, easily the coolest member of the Carlisle family. I don't understand. I don't get how she can be so much cooler than you. I don't understand why she's taking a shot at me. Palin, have you checked with the OP about this? Have not. I, I had a really good beard last week. Yeah. I, you didn't even comment when I shaved. I appreciate that. Yeah,
2: I appreciate you coming to my kid's yeah. birthday this weekend, too. Thank oh, you.
6: Oh, I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I had a nice old beard. <laughs> I, I trimmed it up pretty good, and uh, you should have seen the look on the youngest daughter's face. She was staring at me like, "Who? Who's Who's that who cat? is you? Yeah, yeah So be it. careful if you go too dramatic. You said just shaping it up. Yeah, going go shape it up a little bit. Get the
2: get the ends trimmed. Maybe get them flowing again. You know, might need a little trim to get them growing.
6: Oh, grow, yeah. You know, yeah. you know the old cutback for the comeback. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you sounds, catch what sounds like I'm a saying. girl to me, Ben. But hey, more power to you. Proud of you for uh, cleaning up. Uh, No tech football this weekend, so y'all get outside. Do have a
2: big matchup
6: Friday night. What? UMass traveling to Boca Raton to take on Florida Atlantic. Has UMass won a game since we've been alive? (laughs) No. (laughs) Might be Connecticut in some second world. Remember Uh, when Connecticut pulled the plug in, like, January before (laughs) Corona was even a thing? (laughs) Elsewhere
2: in conference, USA also got Florida International and Western Kentucky. Rice will play North Texas. UTSA and Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee and Troy, then every other game, three games have been postponed to this point. So we'll be back same time, same place next week. You know the drill. It's Beck Haynes. It's John Tabor. It's BC. We'll see you.